0: Number two, wrestling podcast
1: in all of Norway,
0: IW Guide, which I don't think is difficult because I think we only had one listen, so I think it's very, very. They're not big <laughs> wrestling fans in Norway. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> I just
1: want to be called the number two. I can only imagine how many listens the number one podcast got.
0: uh It's probably Cornet. You probably got two. I was going to say, watch it's high a bussy. <laughs> <laughs> All I'm saying is maybe we need a shirt that says number two in Norway.
1: (laughs) I think I like it. I like it a lot. I really think we need to lean into it. Yep. Oh, it's amazing.
2: I I showed that to my wife and she goes what it can
1: pay. And I went, shut the fuck up. (laughs) Come on, it's amazing. We got we need it. That's all I can think of. I'm like consumed by it now, being the number two (laughs) podcast in all of fucking Norway. I can't believe it. it.
0: I think I'm just gonna save all this good news. And just, uh, drop it on, uh, Josh, when I need to also deliver bad news about how much things cost.
2: <laughs> okay, go, f- go for what it's worth, And obviously this may not be accurate, but according to wrestling data, there
3: had not been a wrestling show in Norway before the pandemic. Well, maybe, I'll be
0: darned. Maybe DPW should run there.
3: Well, if Ooh. we started our own, what if we just, just stole from them once again, and just started our own wrestling company in Norway.
0: Uh, what can we do with sixty three dollars? I
3: bet it's cheaper to run a to run a hey, Norway, in Norway, maybe a lot. Who knows? I don't yeah. know what the conversion rate's well, like yeah, right let's now.
0: See what the conversion rate of sixty three U.S. dollars to Norway, whatever they use is. What let's do they see use? We got. Oh my
1: god! My 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 aunt, my dad's half sister, She's a from Norway. No, I I don't know. Norway's not in Europe, are they? Yeah, where Tell what me, country yeah. would it be?
3: What what No, Josh. I'm
1: talking about if they're in the in the nor the, the euro the European Union. Hold on,
2: Norway, you get the krone. Krone,
1: that's what it is. I knew it. Yeah, but they they have are the... part of Europe. At
2: yeah, Dominic Arena, keep trying to tell you they have the thing called Google. I'm doing it right now, and you know I guess, what? I when guess it that's comes not to me.
3: F- I should I'm the one that when asked it, that. When when it comes, Tom, comes to, be upset, please. Listen, when it comes to fast
1: food or food places, I would rather ask people than Google some canned answer about what it is. And then I got some great answers about that place, about them serving gator and hamburgers and everything else. And you know what? I wouldn't have got that from Google, Jayhawk. So Dom was just looking for a reason to run me down again. And he's really going to hurt me, I'm afraid, when we go next week.
3: I feel like like maybe you deserve that.
1: Why
0: do I deserve it? He's he, you know know, I'm
3: just once again, reminding everyone that I am truly the favorite New Yorker of this podcast.
0: <laughs> so it would be about 399, uh, crones. So I don't know what, what we can, what we can do there. With I bet that, you they
1: but. have, I bet you they have a, uh, Mecca in, uh, in Norway that we could probably <laughs> rent out for about a hundred crone. That'd probably be great.
0: Who wants to come to Norway with us and run a wrestling show? Uh, come all on, new, I know Zach. wrestlers that, uh, listen.
1: Zach Blackburn will come with us. He definitely will. He's a loyal listener. He will definitely hop on that plane with us. Absolutely. Maybe we'll get Stan to come with us. He needs to get out.
3: <laughs> I don't <laughs> think Stan can
1: leave the If we take
0: Stan with us, we're leaving him there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, well, just in
2: case, in case anybody actually actually think we're here and want to do the math, one crone equals
3: nine hundred US money. US money. No.
1: Well, you never know. I'll look into it. I'll see what we can do.
3: How is everyone's weekends?
1: Oh, uh, uneventful. I was supposed to go to that JCW show yesterday, and I'm sick, so I didn't get a chance to go. It's just very, very disappointing.
0: Three of us played the Jackbox games on Saturday in the Discord uh, on game night, which was fun. <laughs>
3: that was a blast, honestly. Yeah, yeah
0: I, I had a really good time. I was talking about it today at work. Josh, you That's missed so out. Cool.
1: Yeah, I was at my niece's first birthday party. It's probably where I got sick. We've been all the little kiddos. But um, yeah, I wish I could. I heard everybody seemed to have a good time. That's great.
0: Yeah, it might be a good thing that you missed. <laughs> there was some some real off-color jokes being thrown around. Yeah, well <laughs> that just, I haven't well, heard I, before.
3: Honestly, I'm just waiting for Jayhawk to drop his rap album now. Yeah. yeah. Don't ask me how I did well at the freaking battle rap game, but
0: there's battle rapping during the during the game? Yeah, there's uh this game where you have to like pick a uh what's it? it's like it's uh you have to pick like a noun or a verb or whatever it says, and then you have to like write a rap to Whatever that first line is, you have to add like a second line and stuff, and then you battle against the other people in the group. It's really fun. Wow.
3: Okay.
2: And I ended up uh, clean sweeping both games somehow. I don't know how I fucking did it.
3: Yeah. Yeah, we're well, probably going to start making this a regular thing. So, incentive to join the Discord. Hmm.
0: Jump yeah, on in. I would like to have, uh like I said last week, I like to have more than four names uh on our ten dollar tier or yeah even our five dollar tier uh, I'll give you a shout out. Uh just yeah, joined in it's fun. Yeah it's a good time. The the Discord's popping. There's lots of uh fun activities in there. There's wrestlers popping in all the time talking. Don yeah. Greeny's always in there threatening to beat up Josh. Uh Jake Clemens is in there. Uh famous referee Jake Clemens. It's uh, not a
1: threat. He actually has done it once but once or twice before so it and, is it's uh, actually yeah. promising to do it. On video you know? We, yeah. we have,
0: we have random wrestlers pop in all the time. I mean, our, our wrestler list is pretty extensive as to, you know, everybody that's been on the show pretty much has access to that discord and can come in and talk and hang out and yeah. everything. So it's a good time. Excellent. Plus, you know, we got, uh, two episodes of Marcy's arcade. We got a bunch of quickies with Marcy. We have, uh, an interview with a former PWI editor, all kinds of great stuff on the, uh, Patreon. So Patreon.com slash uh, Yeah, have a listen. I'll tell you what. I uh, listened to The Stink Sheet for the first time in a while today. And uh, just to check out, you know, Ronald Two Legs was on last week and uh, had a really good time listening to that podcast. It was, it was a real fun time.
1: They have some good stuff on there. They're, they're funny guys. It,
0: it, it, uh, they also reminded me that one of my favorite things is, uh, like, calling somebody a hound or somebody a coos. I think that's a real fun uh real Is fun that an Ohio term. thing? What is that? I don't know what that is. (laughs) I'm pretty, I don't think it's an Ohio thing. I think it's like, I don't know. It's just like a a slang term for, uh, it's like a mean slang term for women.
1: Oh, well, I I think the stink Sheet does, that has a very nice, they they do a really good job and they're like, they have a nice niche and they're really funny. Uh, And I wish I could be as funny as those guys too. They're great.
0: Right. Uh, I I wish Jayhawk could be half as funny as, uh, (laughs) um, but I, I think, I think Jayhawk is very much our Mets. So if you've ever if you've listened and you know who Mets is, that's I think that's our Jayhawk. That's that's who that is. So
3: Yeah, I can nice. see that.
0: Can you see it, Marcy? I I, I see it a little bit. I, I feel that vibe. Like when I was listening today, I was like, Yeah, I think Jayhawk would be our Mets. Do they have do a have,
3: lot of episodes? Jay-Hop, do you have any long lost children? Not that I know of. <clears throat> I, I'm just saying, I feel like age wise it might it might work out. It could just be oh, the Do they
0: do they have a lot of episodes? Oh, uh, there's quite a few. I mean, they've been doing it. Uh, I know. I know. I started listening to them right before pod Van Dam ended. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's when uh, yeah. like Ed kind of introduced us to them. So yeah.
1: Yeah. And they, didn't they ever, I could swear they've come to some shows. Right. I mean, I know I, I, I thought they had, or maybe that's the Necronomapod
3: guys. Yeah. yeah. Say, is it? Cause I know Kurt's from Canada, right? Right. I'm getting the
1: two. Cause I know the Necronomapod guys are friends with Ed. And I met them once, I think. I forgot what show it was. So those guys from the Stinksheet, do they are they the ones who do it from? Uh, nope. am I wrong? Hedonism is that them?
3: No, that's oh my god, you are so <laughs> off. <You should> just, <laughs> my talking. brain is so
1: my brain is so scrambled. <laughs> you're
3: thinking of the uncles? Oh, the uncles. That's right. Yeah, those uncle guys. The uncle. We're yeah. really you're really like destroying any like good connection we have with any of these. <laughs> podcasts. I'm
1: just my brain is just scrambled. It doesn't. I'm not. Putting them down. I love all those shows. They're great. Don't, That's why I can't remember anything.
3: Don't confuse our friends. It's a bad luck.
1: <laughs> Guys, if you're listening, I'm not doing it on, on purpose. My brain literally just is old. scrambled He's old. We're eggs. so sorry. Yeah. He's just really old. Yeah, for real. <laughs> for
3: real. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. <laughs> uh. Uh. It's IW Guide. I'm Marcy.
4: Erf.
1: I'm the number two in Norway heartthrob. Jay Gold. Yes.
0: <laughs> i'm charlie butters and i like to party
1: i'm Jayhawk, and if i count hork because
2: i was too biggie yelling at the fucking tv yesterday god damn that fucking team get give me a heart attack sports related right <laughs>
3: they, they, you're not they, allowed they, to, they
2: won you're they not won allowed to fuck?
0: celebrate that victory Jayhawk, because for the three and a half hours you complained about them and i yeah, absolutely and,
2: complained about them yep and so you, like don't shit. Get, you don't I, get
0: to you don't get to enjoy that victory you, you're not allowed you have to just pretend they lost
1: that's correct you have to s- sit there and eat it. Unlike me, who my team did lose, and they just stink. And I, I didn't even raise my voice last night. I just can't put up with it anymore. So, by the so. time have this comes tried- out, okay, go ahead.
3: I would say, have you all just tried doing stuff that you find fun that doesn't like stress you out? <laughs> I have
2: nothing like that, Marky.
1: You have this show and and some some wrestling. This show kind of is is not as stressful as you as it should as it probably would be to others you would you would
2: you would think so but i gotta deal with my wife getting in cold every fucking week so (laughs)
0: uh it's it's literally so many people's favorite part of the show every week (laughs) it's the (laughs) only reason it's continued for so long is because several people have told me that they laugh every single time every single week and they can't wait to see what i come up with next
3: so
2: you know dick kick all i'm saying
0: yeah
3: my my, it seems like my weekend was way less uh, stressed and anger-filled than yours.
1: <laughs> Are you ready, Morris? Are you ready?
3: I'm sorry. Well, I mean, started out Friday. I went, had another uh, sapphic night. I attended. That's I I upgrade. I, upgraded. I just, didn't just kiss girls. I kiss girls on stage. Hey, that's how I got over my stage fright. Is just you know, if you're scared about doing something on stage. Just go on stage and then kiss girls. It'll all work out. I
0: thought you were supposed to get naked on stage. Uh, that's how oh, you get rid of this this, this I, stage fright.
3: It's like the same thing, but it's, okay. you know, I watch, got to do something out of it instead of you know I Yeah, watch work. words from Magnum CK. Also, you, based, you know. based on your last podcast description, I know how much Mother's Hates when I talk about DJing, but I'm going to manifest this on the podcast. I will get myself booked on a sapphic night. That is my dream goal. It going to happen. Pretty good goal. I think you got it.
0: Yeah for sure uh wow. i did see that they they made like an, a little announcement thing about you yeah. and your debut and then it's it talked about us on there
3: it yeah. did yeah yeah
1: it says you're sharing your commentary or something on on the indie wrestling guide podcast yeah. Damn, great. I have
3: lots of commentary there.
1: commentary yes
0: <laughs> so today is monday that we're recording this so we got to give a shout out to tom dunn whose birthday it is today tom dunn a happy birthday happy. tom Happy I birthday, specifically did not message uh, you saying happy birthday because I was going to do it on the podcast. So it's two days late, but uh, happy birthday, man! Uh, thanks for listening and coming on and and having a a chat with us. You're you're in like the top ten like all time episodes for the year, so that's pretty sweet.
1: And thanks for always ripping heaters with me when I come to Ohio. It's great. Oh yeah, one of my favorite things.
3: I don't it's smoke cool. smoke will so, still so use a lot anymore, but I want to rip a heater with Tom Dunn. It's we rip heaters together.
1: Yes yes we can on friday
3: next friday night we, we sure can Fuck yeah. yeah and Don's gonna be in town Dalton's already a bad influence on me when it comes to that so i am very very excited for that for that that show very excited it's gonna, it's gonna be gonna great be,
0: uh i think we'll all be in attendance so the
1: card is fucking wild too it's great you can't knock it how about um, how
0: about that uh did you see that broner promo he just yeah. drops oh yeah, god that was yeah. excellent
1: I like where he goes. He just goes to Jocelyn. What the fuck are we doing here, baby? Like he turns around. I thought it was so good. Maybe he was trying to figure out what his promo is going to be. Oh, it's great. They're great. I like I like them very much.
0: Yeah. I, I was I was contemplating doing uh Dusty Rhodes impersonation for the whole episode tonight, but uh I don't think I could keep a straight face for it, so Sid would not appreciate that. <laughs> oh, I got some questions for Sid. I I uh I got some stuff lined up for that man. Uh, uh if it's I, about his ball bag, we're going to really have to rein you in tonight. Brother, what's going on in that picture? I, sh- I sent you that picture. I circled it. What is happening in that picture? It looks like he's smuggling a bowling ball pin in there. Leave, leave him be. And let's
3: Can't you do
1: our shout outs
3: instead of bringing up the. Is, you're really going into my territory. Now. I don't know how I feel about that. Make me make me uncomfortable. <laughs>
0: Uh, oh, shout outs. $10 tier. Zach, Chris, Andrew, and Brock. And Patty, you know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about, Patty. You've seen it live in a person. Oh, uh, love you, Patty. Shout out to Patty.
2: Hi, Patty. Hi, Patty. Hi, Patty. Hi, Patty. I can't believe you don't look into this shit. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie.
0: <laughs> oh, sure. she's gonna message me Wednesday afternoon with a with a laughing face, I'm sure. Uh, well, let's get into what's on this week, uh, and then we can have our guests join us. Oh, yeah. What's, what's
5: on, this on this
2: weekend? Over on the Fight TV kind of thing this coming Friday, November 17th at 10 p.m. Eastern time, GCW presents Going and Going Live from Washington Hall in Seattle, Washington. Blake Christian defends the GCW world title against Chaff. Nicole Matthews against Maki Ito. Matt Cardona against Cantana Jackson and much, much more. Saturday at 6 p.m. Eastern time, Black Label Pro presents really real wrestling live from a mystery location and a mystery lineup of far as I know as well. But some of the talent on that card, Kevin Koo, Swaggle, Dan the Dad, Rachel Armstrong, Heather Reckless, Trevor Outlaw, and more.
1: How do you sell tickets to a show nobody knows where it is? Uh, they, At i without going too far into their business, I think it's been done okay uh, they'll, they'll, they'll be fine all right well i'm not hosting them at my house so they better figure out a better place then
3: i'm sure that was their first thought is let's, let's try <laughs> old house and then
1: it's a little chilly right here right now so i don't know if we'll be able to do that in the uh in in, in the yard so that's how they want to make their big long island debut <laughs> right right in my driveway sure all right, and on
2: sunday uh i love that because it's listed at 2 p.m on fight tv's website but the poster that's on the lineup sheet at 5 p.m local time which would be 8 p.m eastern so check the show out at your own risk but future stars of wrestling for against luck of the draw live from las vegas with a 30-man rumble with the winner receiving an uh an ffw heavyweight championship match in the main event
3: all right and then over on IWTV on friday at 7 p.m eastern Blitzkrieg Pro presents Fall Back Down, featuring in a winner-takes-all match Miracle Generation vs. 35mm Magic, Sunny Kiss vs. DJ Dango, TJ Crawford vs. Aaron Hork, plus much more. Then on Saturday, ICW returns to Chattanooga for No Holds Barred, Volume 55, featuring for the American Deathmatch Championship, Hoodfoot vs. Dr. Redacted, Jaden Newman versus Matt Tremont, Brett Eisen vs. Tank, and much more. It's the west coast pro show not streaming this weekend I'm i didn't see between. them that's didn't the one with Derek,
1: it. right they, 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 i'm sure it's got to be streaming somewhere
2: and but that mean that the reason i bring that one up is that hero and timothy thatcher like right. that one i saw an ad deal. for
3: that yeah it's, it's not on the schedule
1: it's not on
2: fight either so i'm i'll have to look that up i'm not sure why what that what's going on with that one <laughs>
4: Doing interviewing marks on the
5: internet that ask the questions that they think are cool to ask.
0: All right. Joining us in the studio tonight, Sydney James, AKA Tyson James, AKA Sydney Duckworth. His nicknames include London scum, the saboteur, and my favorite, surprisingly good. Oh, uh, I think that's a really good one. Uh, I like that. It's Sid Vaughn England.
4: Hello. Hey, hey-o. Oh, Sid, yeah.
1: w- welcome to the number two ranked wrestling podcast in all of norway we really appreciate
4: having you oh yeah <laughs> i can't wait to take denmark and Finland as well
1: that's right <laughs> we can only appeal to the european uh, demo with you here so it's
0: it's only going
4: right. to be great this way it's up, up and out of yeah it's not going to appeal to many people that i'm on here so uh i'll take what i can get
0: <laughs> let's uh let's start off hot what's the worst ring name you've ever heard
4: This is a great one. So, my best friend, who I know will not listen to this podcast because he doesn't support anything I do, he's a bad friend. He um, wrestles for a bit and then he'll take some time off and repackage himself. So, he's had a bunch. So, his most recent character is Austin Tasius, which is pretty, which is pretty so bad it's good. He was an oil tycoon called uh, Stan Diego for a while. <laughs> um, yeah.
1: ostentatious is a little presumptuous for the wrestling fans mm. to get that one, don't you think?
4: Right, right, right. right. Um, <laughs> it requires like some wrestling fans don't know words with more than like two syllables, so it's a tough one. <laughs> um those are good. I once um we once had a tag match uh somewhere in Indiana, and we wrestled a guy called Timmy Turner, which is the name of the kid from fairly old parents, and his tag partner. Oh, it was a leprechaun who also had a really bad name. That was some, that was some other brand, but being, being called, being called something that is a licensed product, I think is pretty bad, but uh, oh, yeah. I, I think I like, I like names that are so bad. They're good. And I think San Diego is the best of the worst. And I was going to be his tag partner, Stan Antonio. And just never uh,
1: happened. No, thank God it didn't happen.
4: Right. Oh my God. Create <laughs> a
3: What could have been?
4: <laughs> yeah. well, well, there used to be a
2: wrestler in, in Michigan called Know a Lot. His catch was well, you may know a little, but I know a
4: lot. I love that. It's like it's like Chuck Taylor's how we do it. This is how we do it. Yeah. I love it.
0: <laughs> uh so uh that's kind of where the creator wrestler thing came from, uh, that we do at the end of the show was uh his list. And the best. um Magnum last week had a really great one I think uh hot Doug but it's Doug that's in quotations right is probably <laughs> one of my favorite character names I've yeah. ever heard <laughs> in my
4: life uh this alleged Doug yes yeah
0: so cool. did you uh, uh we kind of talked at lit and that's how yeah. I kind of like figured that this would be a really fun interview uh I did like a lot of networking that weekend backyard wrestling tell me tell me about backyard wrestling
4: did you do that uh, so only in the sense that I wrestled at my like high school with people, but um, I didn't do anything. I was kind of like kind of into it. There was like there was a backyard wrestling fed that I used to watch in the UK called UBW, um, which is funny because then the promotion that I wrest- wrestled for the most in the UK was also UBW unrelated. Uh, but I didn't do any myself. But this UBW in the UK is actually where will osprey used to wrestle uh as ace pain so i've like seen this kid wrestle since he was like 12 years old which is wild
0: so according to cage match your first matches were in progress is that correct
4: oh yeah so um there's probably footage somewhere so i i was originally trained by jimmy havoc um in like 2013 and then um i wasn't very good not that many good now uh, i wasn't very good but i could I was like 160 pounds so I could be bumped around and I could sell pretty good. Uh, so they were like, Hey, we have this like six to 300 pound guy who's been training a couple months, but we think he's something. Could he kill you? I was like, I would love that. Um, so, so I basically was, I was the guy I came out and said, Hey, I was, I was the original cool ass Andy. I just want to say that I came out and I said, <laughs> Hey, Hey guys, it'd be cool if I could have a match. Cause all my, all my, uh, all my buddies from class have a match and I don't have one. They'd kill me. Then I came out the next show and I was like, I wasn't ready the first time. And then I came on the next show and I was like, okay, I want to pick my opponent now. But yeah, that didn't last long.
0: So do you think that they should have kept the uh Nazi staff instead of going with the
4: title belt? So okay. I this the staff was interesting. I like the um the friendship bracelet or well, the friendship ring um tag belts they had that was just half of a shield. I thought that was cool. Um yeah, like I like um this is this is terrible wrestler ideas again. I like the idea of championships that aren't championships. So I love the Host Division boot. I think that's that's super cool. Um like I I joked about starting a promotion and the championship would be like a gold jacket, like in golf.
0: Oh like I the thought, what was that wild uh yeah, cool. that zero, wild zero or whatever where the one that PME have the tag belt. Yeah, oh, the of tag, course the yeah, tag yeah, belts are yeah. the, the jackets. The jackets, yeah.
4: yeah, yeah. So um yeah, yeah. And that kind of stuff's cool to me. Like uh friendship rings I think would be cool as well, like anything that's not about because the problem is belts are really expensive and you mm-hmm. find so many indies just will buy like a, a trophy store belt for like $50 and it sucks. So I would rather have like something unique.
0: Yeah, I think they should have kept the, uh, the Nazi staff, even though it wasn't a Nazi staff, but that's what it always reminded me I, of. Right, yeah. yeah. So but
1: wait, but, so the fantasy football belts that everybody buys United to those as being <laughs> like your, your world title belt.
4: I'm I'm over them. I, I think, <laughs> I think they rank a bit higher for me than replica W.E. belts, right. um, uh and much higher than we have a bunch of boxing belts in the uk which is just like big long straps with tiny plates on them yeah i cannot stand those so they're they're fine i guess but
1: best belt right problem. now is that deep south giant title
4: oh i love it There's, um, it's like a
1: manhole cover it's tatiana
0: so big. got a women's title that is as big as she is uh right and it's, it's fucking sweet too i think giant title belts should be a thing yeah like, you hear
4: the fucking better like like batman dan won that the yeah. Uh, wow. south belt. yeah and he's like yeah. what five two and that belt is huge <laughs> that's great
1: that's how i think he ended up getting over like so much as all the eight by tens of him with the belt almost bigger than his whole body you know right. i think that worked
0: for him. <laughs> so your trainer famously tried and failed to kick excalibur's ass do you think you could kick excalibur's ass <laughs> um
4: <laughs> <laughs> i think i could now i think i could definitely kick broken neck hasn't wrestled in 10 years, it was as, but like in 2013, what would the, what would the, this is like 2015, maybe all this happened. No, no definitely not. Yeah, was this was, well, this was like what, uh, right before the pandemic,
0: right? Yeah. Cause he got, uh, it was at uh, Jimmy's famous seafood. They got into it
5: oh, yeah, like yeah, yeah,
4: before pay-per-view. There you go. Yeah. He's, um, <laughs> so I mean, I, like, obviously I don't think Jimmy going to be back in wrestling anytime soon, but like that dude's a very intense guy dude. Like he's, uh, you get you, you what you see is what you get with him, uh, yeah. which is which isn't a good which isn't a good thing. Which isn't a bad thing. Uh, but yeah, what a character.
0: So uh, my last question, uh, your pre-show ritual.
4: Mm. Are we are we thinking pre-match?
0: i usually try to go pre-match some people have told me their whole day before getting yeah. to, to the thing it's it's up to you what what, what uh wes
1: barkley told us like the night before all the way into the show and then pass through <laughs> it and all the way in without taking a breath so that was whole week's worth of breakdown
4: <laughs> well um i stretched before my match for the first time uh on saturday so that was great that was new for me um no i used to be a big like uh because i had a doug williams seminar when i first started and he was like oh i never eat before before matches blah blah, blah. and he went to all this stuff so i would always starve myself before matches because i didn't want to shit myself that was his <laughs> excuse he was like well, if you eat food you're gonna shit yourself i'm like oh i don't want to happen to me excellent know? point though when you think about it right yeah I but don't... also you can <laughs> you can just go to the bathroom before your match it's fine <laughs> like, you know just get it all out um and for me like it's um like I've been in wrestling long enough and I tend to wrestle like at the moment I've been wrestling of like younger guys or newer guys like especially at AEW so for me my thing now is I'm like real calm about things and like it's just making sure that everyone's like doing okay uh before the show so I'm like I'm just very talkative and very I'm not switched on like there are guys so when Alec Price is backstage he is like the most hype man I've ever seen before his matches <laughs> he is he is ready to go and like it's something i wish i could tap into but i'm just i'm just such a boring person that i'm just there i'm just there you know i'll give it the the cm punk hands a little bit i'll give them a little wriggle out yeah i'm good to go
0: uh i actually have some more questions i I just realized i have more here so josh you get the wait.
4: yeah don't worry Uh, about it i got plenty
0: so you're a gear maker i don't want to i don't want to touch too much on it because i know other people might bring it up and there may Mm -hmm. be a phone call or two about it Mm -hmm. um but you're a gear maker, so why do you wrestle uh, with a shirt uh, that is not like part of your gear, or is it um, part of your gear? And it's, it's
4: just—it's part of my ensemble, I would your say. Ensemble, okay. Um, I also so the funny thing is, I only know how to work with spandex. So uh, I cannot. I tried to sew things with like regular fabric, mm-hmm. and I can't do it. So I couldn't make myself a shirt because I don't know how. Uh, could, could you do you like come a double strap
0: you, you want to do like a double strap like could, is a, is, I mean, you could nothing?
1: do a spandex polo shirt like make it part yeah. of your singlet you yeah, know it's like a so collar. Dist- that's
4: wild <laughs> That, that would look so, so disgusting cool. <laughs> yeah, that, i think
0: that would be very uncomfortable i don't think that would
4: be uh it'd be, um, it'd be too skin tight and i don't think i have the right body for a, something skin tight just yet
1: <laughs> you should I, come uh, apprentice well, with my <laughs> father-in-law he's a tailor he'll teach you how to sew a
4: shirt Hell yeah there we go
1: butters i knew uh, it was going in your head right there nope
0: nope <laughs> nope uh, uh that we'll get to that later that's for the after dark portion of the uh <laughs> the interview uh so my other question is so why don't you have new gear every show for yourself or maybe you do and i just haven't noticed
4: i, I kind of do um it's like a problem for me i'm like super indecisive as a person so like i'll be like oh you know i'm gonna i have like um so i have two pairs of London scum, Sydney tights, that I, like a uh, full length tights that I wear. I made, so at the start of the year when I wrestled Dom, I made myself some trunks to wrestle Dom. I made myself a different pair of trunks to wrestle Kaplan. And then I kind of did the London scum thing and I didn't make gear. I wore jeans for a bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have like four different polo shirts that I wear. Um, I started wearing kick pads and knee pads because I forgot to wear tanner one day. So I covered up as much of my body as I could because it's really pale. Um, but no, I like, I, I try to make myself new gear when it, the time's right for it. Um, but it's a problem because then I end up with tons and tons of gear that I had to take apart because I'm never going to wear it again.
0: <laughs> uh, maybe you need to do some, uh, saboteur gear and just do like a Pete Dunn outfit with like the singlet and the oh, kick pads no. and the
4: knees. You should never look at a picture of, of, a 2017 Sydney in his dark red singlet with kick pads and his blonde hair. He uh, was popular sure. at the time.
0: Well, you have that red and blue set that uh you
4: wear sometimes. I did have that. It, that. You did have that. Did you Yeah, that was so that we did a lakewood show and I never saw it again, so who knows what happened to that.
0: Yeah, there's a, a you uh you posted a photo on uh uh yep. was, Yeah. There's a, uh, it, it appears to be that you were smuggling a bowling ball pen <laughs> near trunks.
4: Yeah. I didn't go just, there. I'm not
1: doing it. I was just saying, not doing I was
4: just, it was just uh, my, uh, it was just good lighting because we we're outdoors and uh, the singlet, <laughs> it was a, uh, there was, it was a pleated singlet. It was a, it was the pleat in the singlet. Mm-hmm. It was a pleated singlet. That's all it was. <laughs> it's the pattern in the fabric. <sighs> uh,
1: I'm not okay. even bothering. Yeah. Josh, and then yeah. our to, uh, try try hot talk yeah. section, it's right? Again, cool. we always, yeah. Now, now, okay. So now, I'm excited because you you brought up a lot of you have a, you, I mean, I didn't realize that you've been doing this ten plus years. Um, you know, pretty famous uh, trainer. You've worked in progress. Tell me about like young yourself when you were watching wrestling because you're the first person that I, I we've talked to that you know grew up in another country, especially not having as much access to what we have here so what what got you into wrestling and and who were your who were your guys like because bishop says tna you know duke was watching right. hulk hogan i was watching randy savage what were you watching out there in 2007 you know like get you ready
4: <laughs> yeah yeah so for me like uh my earliest memories as a kid um so we had we used to have wcw uh was on like the cable tv and wf was on like the cable tv as well um but my earliest memories are the tag team dumpster match with chainsaw charlie and uh cactus jack Hmm. versus the outlaws and that's because that was a friend of mine had it on a vhs and it was like he had a bunch of wrestling VHSs that we watched before school and i'd go to his house and we'd watch them and then walk to school and then my other earliest memory is a triple cage match from WCW, so like we kind of did have that stuff um
1: but those were those
4: weren't live right like you had to watch those you had to get those tapes yeah. So, um, they showed them live, but it was like 1am for us. So like mm-hmm. when I was like seven years old, I wasn't watching at 1am like, yeah. But then, so we had like, we had like, um, like catch up programs on like, uh, Saturday morning and Friday, it would be like cut down versions of the show, like for mm-hmm. kids, I guess. So we had that. And then when I was like maybe 10, 11, I got into like, I can't remember the magazines, but they were like, they were like different wrestling magazines. And that's how I learned about like ECW existing and stuff like that, which was cool. And then for me, like maybe when I was like a young teenager, like wrestling was kind of not cool. So I didn't really talk about it until there's a bunch of my, well, I had a few friends who were into wrestling and, um, this was like kind of the time maybe I was like 12 when like LimeWire was a thing and Kazar and those things, uh, and like the birth of like YouTube and stuff. So that was when like, uh, the Chuck Taylor grenade spot was like a real popular YouTube video and so on and so forth. So that was what got me into indie wrestling. Uh and then we like TNA is huge in the UK. Well, it was huge in the UK. So like we watched a bunch of TNA and like we went to see TNA live and British boot camp was a real thing. And that's when I started wrestling was because of that. Oh wow. Um, yeah. Because of uh, Spud? Yeah, because he's my whole thing is because I'm like five, seven, five, eight. I mean, I'm five ten, five eleven. Um, I'm right. like five, seven, five, eight. <laughs> um and at the time, like I was a tiny kid. Uh, and I was like, man, I'm never gonna be able to be a wrestler. And then that tiny, tiny guy Spud. He won it i was like ah damn and then like the next week i was my first wrestling session um
1: did you go to indies did they had do they have indies in the uk in like the mid 2000s
4: yeah uh, yeah mid 2000 indies in the uk sucked. like uh they were on like a different so like the story you have from people who i who have been in the uk wrestling for like 20 years is like there'd be a period where the uk guys weren't getting trained because there was like no one good enough in the uk to train them and the only ones that were any good would travel to the U.S. and go to, like, HBK's Academy and stuff and train with him and then come back. But then, like, they were all trying to do, uh, like, 95 All Japan stuff or, like, Super Junior stuff, and they did it badly. Uh, right. So, like, it wasn't until, like, 2011, 2012, when, like, TNA was at its peak and they started to come over that the quality kind of improved yeah, the indies were were rough for. Did you a go way. to any?
1: I mean like could you go to like a school gym and like pay like 5 bucks and go in there and you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. So I
4: like I like one of my first shows was like 2010, 2011 uh and it had Colt Cabana as the headliner, which is why I went to see it. Oh, that's um awesome. uh, but then the rest of the show kind of like was fine, you know. Um
1: I think Colt single-handedly got a lot of people back into the indies with that podcast and with a lot right. of things. I I my my love of wrestling in the indies was exponentially uh uh you know went up because of cult's podcast all right. i wanted to do was see him on shows at that at a certain point so i can only imagine you guys get you know the shows out there and you're just like there's cult everybody just wants to see that dude
4: exactly yeah that's 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 exactly what happened because like i saw him there was maybe f- like 400 500 people at that show and then the same venue ran a show three months later with like no names and it was 50 people because i was like cool i love wrestling now let's go see it yeah uh, but yeah, like those, he was a big helper in driving the UK scene. Like he was on maybe the first progress show and like oh. they had like constant sellouts for their first 20 shows. And like, I think he was a big driver in that of like bringing people in.
0: Do you have any now, uh, run-ins with Grado?
4: I've met him like once, um, but that dude's like in a positive way, crazy from everything I hear. Like he's, he's real, like he's a real character. Uh, like everyone has really great things said, I know the AIW guys love him as well. Uh, from when he was here and uh, did UXWA, um, yeah, never, never had a chance to like hang out with him in any way. But like everyone loves him, and he's like so, a TV star in the UK.
1: So, how did you go from from English wrestler learning under Jimmy Havoc, doing your thing there to Cleveland to AIW? too? because I remember seeing your like one of your dark matches um, at the uh, Odeon, mm. and it was what was it like 2019? I think. Like how did so, it, how'd you end up in how'd you end up Ohio mid middle of the country wrestling? Because you do paradigm, you do yeah. how did that
4: happen? So um my partner now Aiden von England, the wrestler, is a very, 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 very smart scientist. Mm-hmm. And in like twenty nineteen, or so, like <clears throat> twenty nineteen or so, whenever, like he was at some kind of uh science conference. This guy who works at the Cleveland Clinic was there giving a speech, they just got to talking. This guy's like, You should come work for me. Aiden's like, ha ah, ha, that's pretty funny. Uh, he's like, no, seriously, come work for me. Uh, so we like kind of planned cause we didn't move over till January, 2021, but we were planning to move from like summer 2019 We planned to come over in summer 2020, which is obviously no one could travel anywhere at that time. Um, but for me, like, because I was an indie fan, like, uh, AIW was probably like top five indie company that I used to watch as well. Like, um, for me, I was like, it's gonna be real cool to number one wrestling the USA cause that's cool. And like, connect with aiw in some way because like for me i was like i'm probably never gonna wrestle for aiw because you know this is where like cedric johnny candace e- ethan page yeah. kings i'm like i'm like dude these guys these are the best um so just being in cleveland was cool for that but it was only because not because he's super smart that i got to come here because i'm i'm just a trophy husband
1: <laughs> well i mean it's still an amazing story that that now and now you're really in the the Midwest. I don't see you out on on the East Coast just yet. Um, I'm hoping you make some trips out here. For sure. But um, it's it's quite a story. Um, so you, so you come to you come here, you do your matches here, and now you're now you're pretty ingrained. And when I saw you DPW, you mentioned something about the uh, uh, grizzled young vets. Like what's the what's like the connection? Are you guys do you are do you have a very like vast like network right now of guys who are in
4: the area? Do you work with a lot of those guys? How does that work out? So like, um, that was the first time I got to meet the vets. But I mean, the UK scene is the UK is tiny, right? Like, um, it's the size of a small state, so it's kind of it's super like insular in a way. So like, I knew them through a friend of a friend who was who mentioned I was going to be there. I saw that they were there. I was like, oh hey, you know, my friend sends his you know well wishes because you guys just got released and blah blah blah. Um, like for me, I've only really been like outreaching a bit more in like maybe the last year. And a lot of that's because of the young, the young AW kids coming through and they're trying to get their uh their feet on the ground moving. Like Vic Vice, Say Garcia, Sean Mason, Alex Melee. Um, that's all the people I normally ride with. Um, so they'll won't yell at me for mentioning their names. Like because they're trying to get out there. Like for me it's, you know, I think it's easier for me to say it to help them than it is to do it for myself. So now I'm like Trying to get to those East Coast shows and trying mm-hmm. to do things because it's the kind of opportunities I'd I'd have loved to have had seven, eight years ago when I started.
1: Interesting. So and and so now you become, let's say, now you're you're doing gear making too, which we were gonna, I'm sure uh, if somebody if I'm if someone's gonna ask those questions, just stop me and I'll go on to something else.
3: Do you, any Marcy J Hawk, you good? Or, I don't have anything for gear making. I got some. I got some UK specific stuff. Okay, so nah, I'm gonna get. Let me get into. Gear.
1: Yeah, let me get into the gear making because all of a sudden it became like a thing. I I just saw you on Twitter and people were talking about your stuff. Where did that come from? How did that start? And and how did? Because right now you're very. You you have some very good respect and and everybody seems to enjoy what you put out. So how did it get to that point?
4: So for me, like um, the move to Cleveland um, came with a lot of like provisions and stuff and some of those things meant like uh, I couldn't have a job for a long time like uh, so for me I started gear making as like a hobby because I'm like well I'm going to do something with my time and like this is a way of me ingraining in wrestling because what wrestler doesn't need new gear all the time you know Um, so for me it was I've never done this before I kind of wanted to make my own gear because every wrestler will tell you experiences with a bad gear maker who takes months to respond or years to deliver or never delivers. So for me, I was like, I want to make something for myself and we'll see how it goes. Um, and like, I've been doing that for maybe 18 months now. Um, and it's real cool for me to like, see a bunch of my stuff worn by the air guys. Um, cause it, for me it was always just, I cannot have a job right now. I'm bored. I need something to do to, to fill my time. Whereas now it's like, you know, in some ways now I can work, this is kind of my job in a way. So um yeah, it's very cool.
1: That is very cool. So uh before I give it over to Jayhawk and Mars, a couple of questions on your on your wrestling love right now. Who are you mm. who are you watching? Like what are you watching and who do you want to face right now? What would be a realistic goal right now for you? Mm. Being, you know, where you are as far as your situation and in, in wrestling, what do you want to
4: do? Mm. So again, right now, like a, a lot of my stuff, like I love I love um uh helping quote unquote, like the new guys and like giving them advice. Like I've been watching a bunch of, um, like Finley lately, Mm -hmm. uh, because I don't know, he's, he's obviously a guy who I think for me as a, as a performer, I'm like, cool. Who's a guy who could like transcend the European wrestling with the American wrestling. I'm like, oh yeah, it's, I mean, it's Regal and Finley. Right. Um, I mean, I've watched a bunch of Chris Hero lately, like, um, obviously being friends with Derek, like I'm going to be invested in Hero again. Um. So for me, I'm like, I'm just watching those European guys course, well, European style wrestler guys doing stuff in America. Still like, it's just my, my thing where I'm like, Hey, you guys should watch this too, because it could give you ideas. Um, I mean, for me, like, um, like Dom loves to ask the kids all the time, like who are your top, th- who are your top three you want to wrestle. Right. And, um, you know, for me, like I would love to wrestle M- Maccabe. Um, I know oh. he's, he's kind of maybe wrestling, maybe not. Sometimes his schedule slow down a lot. That'd be cool. I mean, my, since I kind of came here and before I came to, Airbnb, I want to wrestle Lee because Lee's like, I think Lee's the best wrestler in the world. But now he's, uh, now he's very busy. Um, that makes it very tough. Uh, but I would also like, I keep talking about wrestling, uh, Neil, yeah, Kings of the district. Um, so it's like my, my three main ones right now who I'm like looking at, uh but also maybe me, Vic Vice and Zay Garcia will team up and maybe we'll maybe we'll start a King of Trios division across the country. Who knows? That would be fun. I like yeah.
1: I, I, I'm I'm curious to what your opinion is on like a guy like Dave Taylor and mm. uh, and Regal and those guys from back then. Were those people that, that did you guys all watch them or was it or am I just like, oh, it's you know, I'm just being xenophobic and going, Okay, no, every no. English person watches Dave Williams and William Regal. No,
4: you're right. I like or Dave Taylor, yeah. And that's, that's the problem, right? So, like, uh, when I, again, the same with, with these other with kids, I'm like, you need to watch stuff that not everyone's watching. And it, the problem would be you'd be on a UK show and ev- everyone watches Regal, uh, Dave Taylor, McGuinness, Doug Williams. Like, you're just seeing the same move because everyone's studying those same guys because they're over and yeah. because they're successful. Uh, and then there'd be the time where you see everyone doing Zach Saber Jr. stuff and all these fancy holes. The difference is most guys in England are not six foot four with giant limbs. Like, you can't make it look the way he does yeah um so yeah but everyone everyone watches the the popular guys the popular british guys because they're the guys they you know they latched onto. there's there's a reason why like uh wwe like house shows in the uk they'd have to do something crazy with regal because the fans would just love him from the get-go just yeah, because yeah just lose your mind i get it right
0: not me uh, i only watch marty scroll matches <laughs>
4: <laughs> hey who God. else is who else is watching him now right like if any party, marty, steal baby. Something. party marty yeah but look look if you
1: did watch him though if you did watch it just for strictly for what he did in the ring the presentation was good and he got over people did give a shit until they didn't but right. you know you couldn't it's not a bad thing to have some of it look at his moveset and go okay what did he do here
4: for a guy his size right right but some rest is just fucking stupid i don't know what to tell you yeah, so, yeah, no, that's Cindy, true. I
0: need you to take over the finger snaps. Uh those need to be brought back. Yeah. I love the finger snaps.
4: Yeah. Well I need to not wear a uh, a polo shirt for that. So we'll uh let me get some abs and I'll get back to you. <laughs>
5: <laughs>
0: Jayhawk,
1: Morse, Whoever's up next. Mind if I go, Mark? Go for it. All right. So I mean you've
2: mentioned guys like Regal and Finley. Uh is there a sense of following the the British wrestling history, like, I mean, do people, you know, people do, that would watch the old world of 4 tape and gather thing from that?
4: Yeah. So like, um, NXT UK, which doesn't exist and it never existed. It's a not a fit in real place. Like a lot of what they were trying to do was like, <laughs> they, I knew they were trying to like preserve or like respect the British wrestling history and kind of like make sure it's seen by people. And so like when I came over originally, that was kind of like, I was like, this is my cross to bear. Like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna like, be the guy who is like the world of sport wrestler because i guarantee 99 of people like this side of the atlantic uh do not watch it and then when i got here and i was kind of doing that i realized 99 percent people this side of the Atlantic do not care so like <laughs> i was like you know i'm on i'm on shows and i'm like trying to do this like real cool fancy reversals and like i'm actually a very good technical wrestler like i will i will you know i will admit how great i am at that like uh, it's a bit of a brag but like no one cares and that's the problem is like I think there's time and place for that stuff. So like within England and the UK, I think like trying to preserve it's cool. And there are people that are trying to, trying to do that and that's great, but it's like, there's a reason why like people who try and do strong style in the US or in the UK doesn't work right. Because it's just the wrong audience.
0: I don't know. I always like Zack Sabre, Jr. I think everybody that doesn't (laughs) like him and thinks he's boring is full of shit. Watching his transitions and stuff are just is ridiculous. Like I would sit there and it's like watching a magician just like fucking do mm. stuff. It's fucking wild, especially mm. his PWG stuff. Like that's where I first saw him, and I fell in love with like that style. And uh, I really like it. And um, I also like that he calls people dickhead because I think it's really funny. People with a British accent calling people dickheads. So yeah.
3: I like dickhead. that he's. I like that he's gotten a little more caked up now. I'm a big fan. <laughs> Yeah, well, that was yeah. everybody's
0: other big complaint was like that he's too tiny uh and stuff and he's not believable i'm like well i mean he's fucking won the uh what, that one tournament what twice now in in new japan and gotten world title matches out of it faced okada like seemed like a legit threat against okada i think he's just fine so
2: sure now is there anybody from that water sport era that that you did try to emulate typically like were, were you johnny King guy or anything like that
4: yeah so like very specifically, um, I was Rollerball Rocco was my guy. Nice. Um, so he was also, Rollerball's great. Like, he was also the first Black Tiger. He was, like, Eddie, one of Eddie Guerrero's mentors in Japan. And, like, I was, like, I'm going to be, I'm going to try and do Rollerball Rocco stuff, and I'm going to try and emulate him when I came here, specifically. Um, but, like, again, it's it's time and place stuff, and, like, maybe it didn't work as well as I wanted it to in a lot of places. Um, it's so like, he, he was my guy, um... I really like uh Mick McManus. I really like uh Jim Breaks. There's a guy in the UK who like he is like a modern day Jim Breaks. His name's Jordan Breaks and he looks uh like for uh, the one world of sport fan who may be listening to this right now, like <laughs> he looks like Jim Breaks. He wrestles like Jim Breaks. He, he wrestles even better than Jim Breaks. Um like and I when I when I watch him do what he does, I'm like I cannot commit to the 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 role that he, of like what, what he's doing for Jim breaks. I cannot do for Rocco. So I should just try and be me kind of thing.
2: Okay. Now knowing how Gary and paradigm like to try some different things, have you ever <laughs> tried to, to convince him to do a water sport type of role, a sport role type of match with the round?
4: So we did, I, um, I convinced Gary to do a full water sport round show. Um, and we did, I wrestled sugar, Duncan, Sugar D. Um, and we had filthy filthy Tom wrestled Travis Huckabee um i can't remember all the matches I think, yeah. I
1: think i remember that show actually
4: yeah um and he used it whenever i ask him for anything now he says i gave you a whole show and i said well i didn't ask you for a whole show i just asked you for one match um and he won't <laughs> listen to this so i complain about that um well he was on this show you know so he oh you're yeah. gonna get him on again because you talk about paradigm you he does he does more.
0: he does listen to every so oh, often yeah, good
4: yeah um yeah Like and I really enjoyed that. And like, from, I mean, like for me, cause paradigm is so weird. Like it was the one place I figured the rounds could work because they did, they did, they don't do it so much anymore that you UW, do the UWFI stuff. And I was like, there's ways to make, you know, you can make a rounds match legit, right? You could have like a, like a legit shoot star with rounds. Um, you know, like, I, uh, I love paradigm. I mean, I hate paradigm cause I'm a, I'm a baddie at paradigm. So I hate <laughs> paradigm. Um, but yeah, I would love to do more rounds matches, but I just I wonder if there is a market for it for real over here.
2: Yeah, I I uh, Gary and I go way back and I'm a, I'm shocked I've only worked the one
1: show for them
4: and I love yeah.
2: working it. I I yeah. loved actually I actually loved working the UWFI rule magic I know a lot of people like th- think they're stupid, but I enjoyed working them. They, just, they
1: yeah. those matches move. Like I I, right. I wasn't all in until jayhawk and I were doing shows together and he's, you know, and we we started reviewing them. They, those shows move and and they're kind of fun. I remember watching Stefan Bonner on that show. I was like, "Holy shit, this dude's right. on there too!" It's him and Justice, and there were a lot of really, really good, just like fun two minute matches that meant a lot. You know, right? I think it's highly underrated. I think more the more people that did watch do watch that kind of style. I think they they do like
4: it, right? Like, there's it's... some
1: ghouls. There's some ghouls who like to see people get their face, you know, like hit for real and stuff. So yeah, yeah, like Ed, yeah,
4: yeah, Ed loves it. That's why Ed yeah. hated me for the longest time. But it's fine. He likes me now i think
1: well, i hope I, I wouldn't worry about it <laughs> either
4: way <laughs> it's it's fine it's a furry anyway i don't care i don't care okay
1: he's not he's a cat girl that's that's a story, that's cat true. did you, that's did
0: a, you. I, I have a random question uh did you or any of your friends work for uh pages family
4: so i the very last show i did in the uk before we came over was the only time i kind of did so it was like the middle of the pandemic right So, like, responsible people are not running shows and responsible wrestlers are not wrestling on shows. Okay. Don't get me wrong. Like, I'm not, I'm not a saint here. I wrestle on a show. Um, but it was like some company that I don't think exists anymore. Um, the guy running it used their venue because they have like their own performance center, quote unquote. Um, and I met them there. They're all super cool. And I wrestled, um, Ricky Knight Jr. and PJ, which is like Ricky Knight Jr.'s cousin. And that's reductive of me. I think they're all cousins, right? Like, it's, they're a family, um, but they were like, you know, you hear horror stories about these guys. Cause they're basically like the English mob, I guess they were, they were super cool.
1: Are they now? They're the English mob, huh.
4: I guess, I guess. I don't know, they
0: seem, they seem pretty fun in that movie that the rock produced. I don't That's, know. True. That's
4: true. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. It was just like that. actually. yeah, exactly the same. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You know, <laughs>
4: um, but then this is just a, a very slight tangent to them. Like um, the when we went back to the uk for the first time for like the holidays we were supposed to wrestle the the hooligans which is page's two brothers uh and they pulled out so the i'm just saying page's family is scared of the von englands i just went to a promo and said wrestling has more than one royal family and you know and they were dumb oh huh,
0: yeah yeah so, uh page notably uh knows all about people pulling out and uh, doing oh, things oh, on title Come
1: on, no. let's keep it grown folk, will you? What are
0: you talking about? What? <laughs> right. No, everybody everybody's seen those photos, it's fine.
2: <laughs> Sorry, everybody, you were saying everybody came, everybody came to Logan Paul photo too. We don't want to kill that, wait
0: There's Logan Paul now, nobody wants to see those. <laughs> that's, th- that's...
1: that's what I do in my house with my US title. I have you know, every
0: so often my, my US title up here behind me, I've never done any of those things with that. <laughs>
1: Every so often, I like to surprise the people, of my my visitors to my home, with my U.S. title belt. But you know,
2: all right, I got I got a few more here before I pack off the market. Yeah. Uh, okay, so honestly, one of the main differences with the uh, the British style and the American style is like a lot more. I I, I guess the best way is a lot more entertainment based in in America than in in Britain. Yeah. You've really only gone to really you really started showing your personality more when you started working for Paradigm. How hard would that transition for you to start becoming more of an entertainer, more of an entertainer, and much a wrestler?
4: So, like, I'm—I mean, I'm—I say I'm a boring person. I'm—I'm—I'm I'm, I'm, I'm pretty funny guy. I'm not afraid to slip up around peel and appeal. on wrestling, like, so like I think in England, you have like the two styles. You have like the slow wrestling style, and like in ring, it's like. It's you know what I mean? Entertaining is the right word. Like this is something I have to learn, especially for AIW. It's like the AIW style is like fast-paced, hard hitting, whereas in England it's like slowed and down, slowed down and like chill. Um but like I used to wrestle in England in front of like five, six people, and those would be the times where I'd be like trying to see what I could get away with saying. Um and then kind of when I came over to the US, like I kind of tried to be more serious because I was like I figured i need to be more serious because i'm a foreign heel i guess um and kind of you know whatever but paradigm those shows run so long that i kind of just wanted to entertain myself a bit on those shows because when you're there from like 5 p.m to 1 a.m i'm like i need to do something so i would i would go out whenever i could i would cut promos if i could i would valet wherever i could um and like again i hate paradigm because i'm a bad guy but like, paradigm did really allow me to like just throw shit at the wall and see what sticks. Uh, you know, I get to do stuff with Cole all the time, and you know, Cole's a goofball. Uh, I get to do stuff with Suge, and you know, Suge was a basketball player, wrestler for uh, the longest time. Like, yeah, for me, like, kind of tapping into that, like, dickhead in like the nicest way. Um, it was like a light bulb because I was like, oh, cool, cool. I can just, I can goof off, but make it. I can goof off in a productive way, not in a reductive way.
2: Yeah. All right. So c- later in this week, there's going to be a lot of talk on Twitter. It's the wrestling of Hall of Fame inductees for the year are going to be announced. In your opinion, is Big Daddy a Hall of Famer?
4: So Big Daddy sold out Wembley. Uh, so yes, I like this. Is this is the this is the thing? It's like people talk about collision in Korea, right? Collision in Korea is the biggest wrestling show of all time because it's in North Korea. Uh, I mean like obviously it was Flair and Oki. I and mean, that's they're both legends. But like I think Big Daddy is a Hall of Famer, worldwide Hall of Famer, because he is probably the most popular British wrestler of all time. Like if you speak to any like anyone in England about wrestling who's like over forty, they're like, Oh, you mean you mean Big Daddy? Um so anyone in, in England who knows what wrestling is would say yes. Um but like I don't know. Again, ninety nine percent of people here do not care, do not know. That's fine. That's fine
2: and and i actually asked that question because i've seen dave melker trying to go through hoop to say why big daddy's not a hall of famer and i'm going i know who big daddy is like he's a fucking hall of famer like i know who
4: he is where was he from by the way in the uk he's he's northern i can't where he's exactly from but he's i i can hear his voice in my head and i think he's from i think he's from manchester and i i could fact check that right now but i'm not gonna
1: yeah. No, you don't worry. about I don't do any fact checking on this yeah, show at all. So most right. of the time, I'm completely wrong. But that's all right. Yeah. Um, that's why yeah.
0: Dom is going to beat you up before he beats up Kenta. Yeah, hell on earth. So can you
1: imagine that he <laughs> fucking beats my ass and then goes in there with Kenta and Kent is just standing there looking at him. Why did he just do that? <laughs> <laughs> I'll
3: be there to get it on video for the Patreon. Yeah, it's
0: going to be sweet. <laughs> Sid, yeah, you well- famously had a six man tag match and. Uh, your tag partner. Uh, one of your tag partners was the Brazilian Giant. Uh, yeah. How awesome is the Brazilian Giant? And have you spoken to him since that
4: match? So here's 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 the great thing about the Brazilian Giant. Uh, towering five foot seven. Uh, <laughs>
0: yes. Yes.
4: That that match. What a match. Here's the thing. I'm pretty sure he runs a promotion in Florida called CCW, and I'm pretty sure that promotion in Florida last week or the week before got called out for like leaving a 19 year old wrestler stranded at an airport and trying to uh trying to cheap out a hotel. i just generally treat women talent really badly um so i haven't spoken to the Brazilian giant since uh since that day uh but he sounds like a great guy real (laughs) stand-up guy
0: <laughs> yeah, he looked like a uh human sex doll uh that was just covered in uh bondage gear. It was yeah. pretty interesting. Yeah. Made for a good time in the crowd. We uh we had some great heckles.
2: Yeah, that was, that was the yeah. only good part about that match, if we're being honest. But
5: yeah.
2: Okay, uh because I do fact check on this show, I've got uh, according to Cage Match, Big Daddy was from Halifax,
4: West Yorkshire. York, yeah, Yorkshire makes sense. That's like maybe fifty miles east of that's manchester where the
1: from in case anybody wants to know
4: mm.
2: <laughs> thanks for that insight josh <laughs> wow. right, I, got, I got one more for you here i think it's my final what question it would
1: look like if i said that that's all <laughs> yeah.
2: i got one more for you that's my final yeah. question to everybody have you heard of the professional wrestling league lift yes all right so for those who may be listening for the first time like our fan can over in norway norway uh, Cleveland, with what started by Tony Khan back on the old DVD VR message board in the late 90s, early 2000s. I'm going to have you pick a number between 1 and 460. I'm going to read it off to you. You let me know if yeah. you think it's true. All
4: right. Let's hit with uh, 216. 216. Because I love Ohio.
2: Cleveland represent.
4: Cleveland specifically. I know Erico is When am I?
2: Foreign? Terry Gordy was all coked up one night working on his deck, and he fell and caught a nut on a nail. Ripping it almost completely off. In the same post, someone said they heard he actually cut his finger off in a cooked up thawing accident. Not
1: sure if either is true.
4: That I mean, that's not sleazy, right? Like I feel like that's just that's probably a true story. That's not very sleazy.
1: You think he tore his nutsack off from working on a deck?
4: He probably caught it on, <laughs> an on hour, cocaine. Right? Yeah. High on
0: cocaine, huh? Yeah, that for sure happened to Josh. I won't say which one, <laughs> but one of those things happened to Josh recently.
2: Right, high on cocaine. Right. I okay, don't, I don't which one? Josh I call his finger. So. <laughs> <Yeah.
1: laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> all right, Mark. i on you. All
3: right. Um, so I remember back back in the day in the UK hearing about those like the parody shows of like just having wrestlers just be old WWF wrestlers. Did you ever yeah. go to any of those?
4: No. So they I mean, I feel like they were like early two thousands, late nineties, but like I've seen all the posters with like UK Undertaker and the UK Legion of Doom. Um. Yeah. What. A, what a great time. I didn't get to go. I wish I did get to go. But I do know a real life. I do know a real life fake WWE wrestler, and that's that's great for me. Um. Because I lived with Blue Cane for like a year in the UK.
3: Do you I, do you think this is a thing that could come back? Maybe here in America we could give it a shot. I th-
4: I think in America we should. The Blue Cane should be booked everywhere. I I love Blue Cane. I love Blue Cane. I think yeah, bring back Blue Cane. In fact, I think there should be more blue wrestlers. Uh, there should be blue CM punk. There should be like, um, blue, um, Ryan Me- Nemeth. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I don't know. I, come on. Th- the meanie I mean, like should just uh,
0: lead all of them. The blue meanie yeah. should just lead them all. <laughs> I just yeah, didn't B- get it. New BWO. I'm, I don't yeah.
1: understand why everybody liked it so much. What was the, what was the, was there an irony behind it? Like, what did
4: I miss? Was it like a new Yorker cartoon? What did I miss from? it? No, They're just stupid. They're just poor and stupid people. <laughs> poor, stupid, depressed. That's England in the 90s. They're like, oh, cool. It's The Undertaker. Like, we were we were watching, you know, CRT TVs in like 240p. We didn't know any better. We, we, right, well, yeah.
2: yeah okay. we, we had a guy out here when I was getting started. He called himself Even Colder Mike Austin. And he That's tried great. to play me with Stone Cold's brother because he just had the bald head in the goatee. That's good. And that, that That's was the only, only movie he did. The only move he did too with the Thunder, like he came out in the freaking Octophrenia t shirt, he thundered people. That was a good match.
4: What well, no. money? No, I mean, no we,
2: Press? No, he came. I went to a show at Packer Muca Call and Warren, and he came out. And all he did was go run in after the main event, and stupid people were like, Oh my God, Don't Cold here. I'm like, Are you fucking kidding me right now? Like, yeah, Don't go gonna show up unadvertised and fucking Packer Mucca Call to, interfe- to interfere in Dan Severn against Virgil. Come
1: on. I, I just remember it, it was like 90. 90- four maybe 95 and i went to a high school show out in long island and there it was It was demolition but it was only axe and then his partner was this guy named bash and he was wearing jeans he was really heavy set and the yeah. jeans came up to his like you know nipples and he had a black <laughs> singlet on underneath and he had like this haphazard face paint and axe is in his outfit and bash is in his jeans <laughs> like, all right everybody was cheering for that dude but yeah. that stuck with me forever bash that dude sucks
3: good name he fit the naming (laughs) naming scheme so that's all you can ask for i mean i'm
1: I'm sure he was backstage like what do you want to be he's like i I don't know what do you got for me what rhymes bash okay let's do it
3: you know maybe he just didn't have proper notification to get the actual bondage gear like (laughs) he he was working with what he had
1: long island in the 90s there was no possible way that you couldn't drive by one of those adult clothing stores and pick up the bondage gear they were everywhere in the 90s
3: you're not wrong you're not wrong thank you even as a kid, I noticed that. Wow. Yeah, they're all over the
1: place. Those those sex shops in Long Island. We had a ton of them. Um. All right. Sorry to get
3: you off track. <laughs>
1: Still a wrestling show.
3: Now, so as you've been living in America for a few years, I got to ask comparing uh, food.
4: Mm.
3: I know there's there's a lot, a lot of UK guys stand by the UK stuff. I don't see the appeal. <laughs> Y'all had what was it Marmite? Is that the UK thing?
4: That's like mostly Australia, but we have it too. So, like i was having a conversation about food uh this weekend in uh with alex melee um because he i mean he has a he doesn't have a great flavor palette i'll bury him it's fine like to me like british food is we're we're colonizers right so we're like it's everyone else's food so to me british food is indian food is um various european food like i don't have to i don't have to claim pork faggots like that's just that's just meatballs of pork brain but
1: what about what about organ meat you like organ meat no nope. i love it oh every uh, time when i was in scotland i just i ate so much of it i just i think it's great liver and it.
4: kidneys and no, heart. thank you and do it um, i guess the whole deal black pudding's fine um which is yeah. blood pudding uh yeah but like i know, like i think when i came over here like uh the the way food is cooked here is di- it's like a real weird like subtle difference but like the food here is even the food that's the same is slightly different. Uh, at this point, like if I'm in the UK, like my stomach cannot handle it if I'm there for hmm. more than like a week. So, so real weird. But, I um,
3: guess to get to get the heart of the matter, the heart of the matter of the how do you feel about spices and using
4: spices in cooking? I, I mean, I use them. Like, you know, I'm I... I'm I'm white, but I'm not that white. Like, it's um, yeah, like so. Like, I was talking about seasoning as well specifically with with Alex because like. Um, yeah, I, I have no problem like buying powder spices, but I also have no problem using fresh herbs. I also have no problem like giving my food flavor. Um, like a big thing for me, like again, I'm, I'm not in like the most crazy shape as a wrestler, but like I was never the kind of guy that wanted to eat plain chicken and rice. Like I'm always like, okay, I've got to make this taste good because life isn't worth living.
3: <laughs> I don't understand how people do that. Like nope. I do, like, I just know. No. As someone that's that had to go out of her way to actually lose weight, I, st- I would never do that in mm. a million years. Just enjoy life, season. It's you, do, <laughs> you don't need negative ten percent body fat. It's okay. It's
4: True. It's so true.
3: <laughs> now that just threw me off. Now, fuck. Uh, I had another one. Oh uh, goddamn. Oh, I guess we can talk about yes, as you mentioned, your partner and finding yourself now as an LGBT marriage, like. How do you feel like it's been like navigating coming like because for the longest time the wrestling scene has not been I don't want to say the most accepting but there's there's been some shit over
4: like the last twenty years and yeah, we've sure. come a long way for sure like it's so it's interesting is like and like maybe you wouldn't expect this but like the American wrestling scene was quicker to be more accepting of like LGBT culture than the UK wrestling scene was um, like. Um, I, know, I feel like I feel like I don't have to deal with anything because I'm like a I'm like a white dude, right? Like I don't have to deal with anything. Uh we live I mean we live in a, like a pretty gentrified part of Cleveland too. Like things are super easy for me to live my life. Like I also I tend to wrestle with around people that like I don't tend to wrestle in bumfuck fuck towns with fucking idiots. So like I feel like wrestling for me has been super easy. Like people are always super accepting and like we made a bunch of friends in the first two years we were here who are either supportive or they're fucking dead to me if they're not. Uh, so, yeah, I think it's been it's been fine. And like, for, I I think the coolest thing for me is when um, it's when Russell happened because it happened. Um, like Aiden gets mm-hmm. to come out being like a huge part of like like the positive things you can take away from it is like one of them is Aiden coming out is like that's super sick. Um, but like, yeah, I think wrestling now is 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 reasonably and I don't know if it's because I've got my blinders on right and I only follow certain promotions and I only keep up to date with certain wrestlers and I feel like wrestling now is like like it's better for anyone who's any kind of queer like which is
3: cool no, because you mentioned honestly, as someone that was kind of because you weren't. At, if I recall, you weren't at the show, but you were that's helping right. after the fact. Like that's right. How
4: was that as someone on the outside watching that all go down? That was crazy. So I was at OCW. I was at OCW. It's the last time I wrestled at OCW that day, uh, and I wrestled um, a guy called Eric Smalls, who is like three foot tall, punk. Um, and that was, that was. I was having this real fun time. Like, yeah, this is great. Uh, and, mess- and I'm missing. And I'm missing Hayden. He's like, he's like, yeah, this is, this sucks. This show sucks. Um, but It was crazy because Russell Quid was basically run by a fan who had no idea what she was doing, had like no idea how to budget a show, had no money. Um, it was just crazy. And like, I know, like uh, Aiden's the kind of person who wants to help everyone. So he's like, oh, people are getting fucked over. Sweet. Like, I'm going to make sure this gets fixed. And like, we, like, it was like me, Aiden, bandit, we like, Group calling and like bandits, like bandits, like I'm kind of financially stable, I can help out and make sure until we have money. Like, so we basically just dealt with it that way, and that was super, super, uh, super cool because we brought the community together. Um, but yeah, if there was never a wrestle Kingdom again, I think it would be too soon. My favorite I, part I was... was
0: the commentary, uh, about the wrestler sleeping. That was my favorite part.
4: Oh, yeah, yeah insane, like, absolutely insane. Like, yeah, on so many and, levels, and then hindsight, maybe, uh.
3: Having a dome show in New Hampshire was not going to uh, be right. the smartest decision. Right, if someone that's lived by New Hampshire, that is not the place. Right, like any other
4: state around New Hampshire is fine. Like any other state, just it's literally the worst one in New England. You could pick. Right, right, insane. So many insane things. Like the, I think, and like one of the things Aiden always brings up is you know the the lead to shows. It's like you know it's a queer friendly space. There's gonna be no cops at this show. Blah blah blah. But like the New Hampshire State Athletic Commission requires there to be police presence at the show for example uh and yeah just, just uh, what a what a great time what a great time i think the venue was like this is some inside baseball which is a reference that i can make cuz i understand american culture it's like the venue was something like a 3 grand venue and like there was like maybe 100 tickets sold and the venue alone was 3 grand but insane
3: yeah it was it was wild to, to also be on the outside and watch that
4: unfold in fairness,
2: I, in fairness, that's not the first directly promoted book of 3,000 key building assuming they were going to fill 3,008.
4: Right, right. Yeah. I think the the, the other thing, like, I think ever gets talked about this, like, the, one of the weird things about the show is it's a trans, it's an all-trans wrestling show, and Dark Chic was not involved in it in some way, who is, like, probably the most popular trans wrestler in the US. Anyway, that's, like, something I think never gets mentioned, and, like, yeah. Anyway, I could complain about WrestleQueerdom all day. I probably shouldn't because it's... Wait, so get, we, you trying to get, get booked here, back fine. on there
1: again yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm probably gonna
4: run the next one if it's if it you know it's
3: Oop. you know once once she's on um that um sweet, oh, game. sweet games that's it yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's gonna happen don't worry sweet game money let's go <laughs> and then last question this is actually gonna be a little self-serving because i'll admit uh depending on the answer i might steal this for myself and use it as a sample but what do you think your hardest line
4: in the promo has ever been Ooh, ooh. I don't know, like I'm. I'm okay at promos. I um, um. I like. I'm pretty wordy, so I did one. Um, you did a recent one that was really good, where you were like in a basement. Um, oh, they're effort. all in the basement. That's the. That's just the only place in my house that's like cool to cut promos. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> I did that's the promo room. Uh, I don't know. So there was the one. There was the one where I was the one the most recent one I did for Paradigm where I was like real. I'm real. I was really sick at the time, and I was like,
5: I was like, uh
4: My voice sounds like this because I've been, I've been sick. I was like, but it's nothing compared to how sick I am of paradigm, blah, 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 blah. And then I was like, the thing I realized though, is I can go to the doctor and I can get a cure for this sickness. But it occurred to me that the cure for paradigm is a swift blow of death clutch, which is the heel stable. And I was like, that's pretty, pretty good.
1: Yeah, that's good.
4: Um, like my, my thing is, um, like Derek is probably the, best he's at least the best promo in ohio by a long fucking shot like he's one of the best promos in america like he's the guy who cuts like badass promos and sounds cool in his promos and i'm like me and derek are pretty similar in a lot of ways which means i try to not be like derek where i in public in wrestling facing so when he's like cutting cool promos about like making snuff films and like being really fucking cool i'm like damn i can't be as cool as derek i have to find some other way to be interesting
0: you should show your junk that that probably be it.
4: <laughs> it was that's engagement farming. I would like, like, uh, like maybe like July, 2021 or something. Like there was a gray sweatpants battle royale or something. And I was like, oh, you should put me in the next one. And just, there it was. And it mm-hmm. got, like, I went to bed and then I woke up and it was like, oh, there's some, there's some engagement on this. I guess this is my gimmick now. Yeah. And then res- only-
0: yeah. And only fans.
4: Right. Yeah. Like it was just too much effort to keep up with it. Like it's, it's, um, yeah, it's just it really weird. is. I am. Um, and also I wrestled, uh, I wrestled Weird Body like a week after, and that was just a humbling experience. I was like, well, I can't compete <laughs> with that.
2: Yeah, Weird Body does not leave much to the imagination, no. even, even with a gear on. That's
0: um, so true. Round two is just going to be a sword fight. In <laughs> <all the rain. laughs> just,
1: why do we get yeah. into that? All right, there's people <laughs> keep people talk about people we're talk about low key Big
2: and and Weird Body can even low key Josh and, Josh. Watch.
0: What? What what is the name of our number one episode this oh, year? Oh, it's true. It is respectful hog talk. You're right. Okay. People the people want the hog talk. They want it. It has to happen. It's, 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 our what, it's what we're known for. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's what we're known for. All but the, the respectful stuff. hog talk shirt is happening. It's oh. it will be a thing.
1: One <laughs> that's one you can wear. I will not be wearing that to the school uh uh dances and whatnot when well, I take No, You should we not get. wear
0: that around your kids, but you when you come out to Ohio, you should absolutely I wear, wear it. all my shirts around the we kids, so I have to make
1: sure they have some sort of there's some sort of, you know, P T V M A attached to them. We gotta get that crop top version of that yeah we could do it mars we'll try it That's maybe a summer, sid can make it for you. yeah
0: well you know we're we're working with uh sick things on all kinds of different stuff so i'm sure will knows what to do and we'll uh we'll get some yeah. some crop tops some booty shorts we'll, we'll will's our hookup for all that so fuck yeah so what do we got we got phone calls for sid we do have some voicemails for sid let's go no stand from burlington this week he must no, have so- uh he must have gotten trouble for being on the phone
1: well, you heard last time they called to try to get him out of there. The last time you heard the phone ring and when he was on his.
5: Hello. No one is available to take
4: your call. Please leave a message after the tone. <laughs> never f- never f- call get me killed.
0: Up first is Vic
5: Vice. Hey, I love you guys. Long time listener. First time caller. Sid's favorite person to make gear for. Fellow BAX member. And Alex Mayweather's favorite wrestler. Vic Vice here is a very simple question for my fellow teammate. Uh, who would you really want to see us wrestle in any company, whether it's AIW or anywhere? You know, we got to start bringing BAX everywhere we can. Also, a uh, bit of a personal question. Would you rather have a sideways butt or a vertical mouth? Thanks, guys.
1: Wait, what? What was the end there?
5: A Did sideways,
1: sideways, a butt, sideways butt, butt
0: or a vertical, or a vertical mouth.
4: Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, that's crazy. I th- I think he just asked me how my lips were. So um, yeah, how's your lips? They're fine. Thanks for asking. Um, <laughs> sideways butt. I, uh, I think uh, <laughs> sideways sideways butt like does not affect my life in any way. Like, no, I don't think so. I think that's good. Uh, I'm BX, I'm a BX. I mean BX. You know why uh, a sideways
1: butt though would be difficult. You know if you adjust your seat right, like when you adjust and you move forward and back, oh. you might stretch your butt out a little bit. So that might be weird. Yeah,
4: but it's sometimes you got to go left and right and it's like to get it right so you just Screw. go <laughs> yeah it'd be fine so you're going forward and back yeah. instead of left and right okay right yeah I can see it uh right. I know trios uh I don't know I feel I feel like uh like uh someone put out a trio's post and again I think Eel put a post out about trio's engagement today and I was like oh yeah we really are like the the best trio in the Indies right now so uh I would just face everyone and we'll beat them like it's fine don't worry about it uh, Also, let's
0: we'll see trios so you guys against uh the Brazilian giant
4: yeah. Oh yes, we need just to face- the Brazilian Me- giants. Yeah. We'll face Meg Myers, Razor Sharp, and Frankie Flynn. That's who we'll face. <laughs> I'll get redemption. You-,
5: <laughs>
1: you need to go into 880 and just start smashing shit, like break up the entire school, and it's tear true. stuff down. You need to pull like a whole NX Nexus thing
4: in there with uh, with your trios. It's so true. Yeah. Keep them working on it. Yeah, we'll get there. We'll get there someday.
1: I like just to not- see Pittsburgh burn to the ground. Get it. Get in there right. and beat everybody up.
4: <laughs> this feels this feels real personal all of a sudden. Sure, sure. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right up next is observational banter
4: hey how's it going it's good old
1: observational banter here i still don't think i'm allowed to use my real name on the show correct um uh, my question here for mr von england is i know one of your side hobbies is that you
5: make wrestling gear for the boys and girls out there in the wrestling world so my question is what is some of your favorite gear that you've designed made and all that all right have a good one
4: see you around oh yeah So, like, I um, someone who, I make GIF mostly people within AIW, right? Someone from outside of AIW messaged me uh, recently. He was just like, hey, can I see some of your stuff? And it made me go back through all my stuff to find the stuff I'm real proud of. Um, So, the stuff I'm most proud of is the stuff that Dom is going to wear at hell on earth that I cannot, that no one's seen yet. That's the best thing I've ever made in my life. I made Derek a singlet that he's not worn yet, that I'm pretty proud of. I'm making Filthy and JB some gear right now that is probably the best I've ever made, but they haven't worn yet. Um, Who's this stuff-
0: tag team gear?
4: <laughs> it's, it's not not tag team gear. Uh, mm. It's not it's it's not 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 tag. When you see it, you'll understand, I'm sure. How tight uh, are the
0: hoochie shorts that Dom's going to wear?
4: <laughs> so he, uh, I'm going to get to try them on tomorrow, so we'll see. I'll provide an, I'll provide an update via via voicemail for, um, Derek and Katie next yes, week. Right? Yes, yeah. Sweet, yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, blog, but in terms of like what people have worn, um, I, I love the, um, the stuff of Vic vice wears now, like with the, um, the flaps. Cause it's like so weird. It's so weird. And I think it looks cool.
0: It's like Spartan style. Like I want to yeah, yeah. say it's like, um, like fucking, what's his face? The the one dude uh, with Scarlet would always wear like stuff similarly like, when oh, they made Harry him. Oh, Harry Cross. Yeah, when they they made him like wear the stupid helmet and shit. Yeah, yeah. And like the like the the bondage outfit, but he had like those like it's like a Roman. I don't know. I feel like yeah. it's like Spartacus style shit. Like it's pretty dope. I like it. It reminds he was me like of Spartacus.
4: A, he was like a mid sized Brazilian giant, like a bit smaller like, than a Brazilian giant. It's like
1: a cut up like fighting short, right? Almost like uh, fighting shorts you slice up the middle and then leave like a yeah, spandex yeah. underneath type of deal That's some of those guys i know john jones wears his his shorts like
0: that that's cool. all right up next is the evp of health jeremy
5: hi the nd wrestling guide this is jeremy evp of health i have a couple questions for sydney von england big fan i would like to know first of all who are his influences when he was uh growing up and wanting to become a wrestler both british and american I also would like to know um if he were to take some AIW wrestlers back to England to wrestle, uh who he would pick, who he thinks would be a good match there to take back to England. And also if he had to take a few young AIW wrestlers there so they could learn uh the British style of wrestling, who he would uh who he would pick to take to England with him for a uh, a lesson. Uh look forward to seeing everybody next Friday at Hell on Earth. And uh I also uh oh, thing for Sydney Van England, I would like to know uh Magnum C. Cake uh, challenged you last week. Uh, he'd like to said he'd like to have a match with you. He'd like to know uh, where you stand on that, and if you'd also like to compete with him. So uh, have a great week. See everybody next Friday.
4: Ooh, goal to get. Through. I, should, I should have taken notes. That was a few questions. So for me, this is I'm 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 adjacent to an AIW Academy student. So obviously my favorite wrestler was Edge when I was a kid. Obviously, uh, which is which is not true. Which is which is true and both not true. But My real favorite wrestler when I was a kid was. Um, article Holly. Um, <laughs> so that's great. But I, I like, so me and my, I have a younger brother as well. I like for, for me, I, we both got into like any like brothers that would so we were into Owen and Brett. Um, then the Holly cousins were feuding cause they hate each other. So we just do that. Um, this is like kind of not my influences, but this is where I came up, came from, came from to edge. And they like, because I was, because I was an edgy teenager, I loved CM Punk. And I loved Brian Danielson. Um, But like getting into wrestling, I was like, uh, I actually had a a lesson that was given to me by Eddie Dennis was um, he wanted to be X-Pac when he was younger, but he's six foot five. So he's like, I can never be X-Pac. So like, you might like CM Punk and Brian Danielson, but like, you're probably not going to be them. I was like, yeah, you're right. So it made me like get into guys. Like I was watching um, the Mr. Kennedy's the. Muhammad Hassan's the, the quote-unquote boring mid-card guys. Those are my guys. So I'm like...
1: Those are the best these, guys. Those are the US title, the intercontinental title in the right. mid-2000s. Carlito, Mr. Kennedy, right. Muhammad Mr. Hassan,
4: all those guys. They were all like in the same grouping. Right. I want to be dependable and, and perfectly fine. I want yeah. to be the 6 out of 10, 7 out of 10 wrestlers. So those are my guys. Um, and like I said, uh, Royal Barocco was my main guy from England. Um, but also like in terms of modern british guys that i kind of looked at like um he's not even british but like uh malachi black i was gonna say tommy and malachi black was like super interesting because he was different and edgy and cool uh and zach and marty were like the guys like that i was trying to take from but again i decided to not do that and to try and be a uh average dude um in terms of guys i would take over uh, again, for like the two, two or three fans in the UK that listen to this and know the UK indie scene, um, Ooh, or three—that's
1: that's being generous. Yeah, um,
4: <laughs> like JB needs to be there. Like, I mean, JB needs to be in Japan. JB needs—I mean, JB needs to be making a bunch of money because he's so much. Um, and Derek as well. Like, JB, there's a bunch of heavyweight guys in the UK that'd be really good from to face. There's a guy called Will Cruz who'd be great for JB to face. Rampage Brown, who people may have actually heard of, um, very good. But Derek um my i have a friend in the uk called charles crowley who like is kind of popular over here has never wrestled in the us but he's very creative with his promos and i kind of want to see him and derek go at it i've told derek and i've told crowley this so they both know like where to look um and then the young guys like i it's only because i'm with them so much that I, i know zay and Vic like enjoy the british wrestling style and like would love to do it more and like learn from it a bit more um but I mean I when I write out the ARW a- Academy and uh there's a bit of free time, I give them a hard lesson in British wrestling anyway and teach them a couple of wrist lock counters that they're never gonna use in matches because they're so bored. <laughs> but um, Sid,
1: what what's in what what companies are left in the UK that you would even send them over there? Who are they working for, all those guys?
4: So like when I speak to my friends, when I left, there were like five top companies and a bunch of indies. Um it's now like everything's kind of a level playing field. Um, And because NXT UK closed, like a bunch of the talented guys got released and now live there and now have training schools and they started promotions. So like Mark Andrews has a training school. Um, The the Grizzled Young Vets, they had a training school in in the UK that I think they're going to be doing stuff with again. Um, So like what's basically happened is it's a case of now you can kind of go anywhere and there's going to be... Someone like reputable or respectable to actually train you, make you good and not just take your money.
1: But where are you going to work? What's the companies right now that you can work in? Like, where's what's if I went over there tomorrow and was like, I'm going to be there a month and I want to catch a show. What what's even around?
4: Uh, so Rev, Rev Pro is oh. probably the top company in the UK. They're still there. Uh, okay, Yeah. Rev Pro is still there. I mean, progress is still there. It's um it's not the same company. It was at wrestling's peak. It's very different now different bad different good who am i to say i want to get booked there so different good um (laughs) so that yeah like it's there are definitely places there but it's it also kind of feels like there's there's not the 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 place is rev pro but there is no like second best kind of thing everything is second best um as for the
1: days of like the days of like grado like when he came out everybody's saying right those days are kind of gone right i mean
4: yeah there's like I don't know if this is just ignorance because I'm not there, but I don't feel like there's many, if any, stars or draws in the UK. Like wrestling is the draw in the UK. It, there's right. no, there's no name there. Like, like I said, yeah, the NXT UK guys have have gone back to the, to the indie scene, but NXT UK doesn't exist. Cause it was in some ways a failure because no one watched it because no one went to the shows, right? Like it's, you know, they're, you know, they're artificially inflated name value in some way, which right. is, I mean, they're great. Don't take that part out. Like, I want to get booked. Um, (laughs) Yeah. So, like, I think wrestling's a draw. Rev Pro's the only place. And that's because that's a New Japan link. Um, And they still run good shows. They still get draws. Um, There's a place um, that has a link with TNA now called Wrestle Carnival. They run pretty good shows. They look really cool. Um, But, yeah, wrestling in the UK is weird right now. Um, And then Magnum. Uh, I was supposed to wrestle Magnum six weeks ago. no. Way longer than that. Time's not a real thing. A paradigm. I was supposed to wrestle Magnum in the heavy hitters tournament and, like, um, we ended up... It was me, Porter, and Shaw that were riding down and Porter ran over a nail, like, an hour out of Cleveland. So we didn't make the show. Um, and I was real sad about that because um, I think Magnum's very good and very fun. And, like, he's one of those guys that when he's around, he makes the locker room better because he's he's such a, like, infectious character. Um yeah. I mean, like in ring, I think he'd bring out the best of me, like in terms of like, especially the like personality and stuff that I was like talking about finding now, like, he's the guy that would like, you know, you're in the ring with him. You either try and match him or you're just going to get swallowed up. Um, so I would love to, I'd love to face him. He would definitely make me look five foot seven if I was in the ring with him. So maybe that's a bad thing, but, um, no, Magnum's Magnum's cool. And the fact that he's back in wrestling and he somehow looks better and younger than he ever did insane.
1: That's what happens when you take some time off. Like when you leave the presidency and your hair stops being gray and you turn back to a human being again. Yeah.
0: <laughs> All right. And our final call of the evening is baby ref, Rosie Jones.
5: Hi, this is baby ref, Rosie Jones calling for Sydney Vaughn, England. My question for Sydney Vaughn, England is what is your favorite piece of gear that you have made? And yes, yeah, also, why are you so mean to me? Okay. Love you, bestie. Bye. Well, Well, you already
0: answered the first one. I think think the second one's rhetorical as well. That's a
4: stupid question, baby ref. What stupid question? Why would you ask that first question? I clearly answered that earlier in the show and you just phoned in now. Um, and (laughs) I mean to you because I care. Okay. Is that so hard to believe God? Some people,
1: these kids said they don't understand. They don't understand the love. They don't
4: get it. Awful. Awful. It's just how British people show love. Oh, shit. Well,
1: plug time, Sid. What do you got for us?
4: So, like, this year is, like, kind of wraps up most of this year uh, because we planned an ambiguous date to go back to the UK. But I do have one match in the UK uh, just before Christmas that's confirmed. Uh, I'm wrestling a guy called Truman Roswell, uh, who is someone who I've known for a while. I've never wrestled, technically. I've wrestled in tag matches, uh, which is pretty cool. Uh, And that's Sacrifice Pro Wrestling december 17th i'm sure i'll do a fun promo for the match uh where i'll sound like a real a real go getter a real nice guy because i'm in england you know i have to give them something i have to give them something to believe in um are you good um, or bad in england when you go there yes oh um, <laughs> yeah like he's very but he, he's um truman roswell is a conspiracy theorist he thinks that there's a secret order of referees that are out to get him <laughs> and I just think, I just think he's insane. So I think by proxy, the fans agree with me. So I think I'm
1: that's wait a minute. I had to take the second to understand what his name was too. That makes complete sense. Yes, I Truman love it as
4: well.
0: I uh, uh, I'm He's so say- good. I thought you were going to say you're going to wrestle Surya Knight, and I was or all Flip excited Gordon. for that. <laughs> Flip Flip, yeah. another,
1: another conspiracy the theorist. <laughs> we really yeah.
0: talking about canceled wrestlers this, yeah. this episode. I love it. I love so he's going to so. wrestle
1: them all. He's going to go on a canceled tour where he wrestles yeah, every it. single
0: one. Joey Ryan's
1: the wrap-up. Big up big, the big Damo. He's going to wrestle him.
0: I got Chris uh, Benoit
4: first,
1: you know? Yeah. And a bow
0: flex on a pole match.
1: Yeah. Oh, God. Bowflex in the middle of the ring. That's how that match is going to go. <laughs> uh, I, th- I thought it's going to be a.
4: I thought it's going to be like a three stage of hell, and the first stage is enclosing the dogs in the uh, pool area. The <laughs> oh, second oh. is texting Squatty Hotty first. <laughs> then you know have to climb a ladder
0: pool. and uh, hit a button to drop the Bowflex down right, into yeah. the ring,
4: and then it's anybody's
1: game with those Bowflex cords. Yeah. You never know. Yeah. Too soon? Yeah. I, I don't. Probably not.
0: <laughs> I mean, we yeah. know Benoit has a history of not winning against those. So I think, it's uh, right. I think sure Sid is. has a pretty good chance of winning that.
2: So- a match of the year. Benoit against the weight bench.
4: Yeah. Oh. Well, Sid, give me give us your, uh, give us your socials and whatnot. So because I'm smart, I managed to line up all my socials. I'm at Sid Von England. That's E N G E L A N D, which is the Dutch spelling of England, England england because here's the inside baseball the original von england characters were based on the van walderbergs from blades of glory oh the original characters so i was like oh let's have a let's have a funny dutch name it was a stupid idea because no one can spell it no one can spell sydney either so i, I had post-its. to
0: look at i had to double check the spelling to make sure i got yeah. it all right uh but now i know how to spell it and i will i won't ever forget now fantastic so.
4: it's great and that's, it's promoters use excuse when they don't pay me they say oh i sent it to this paypal is it the right one i'm like oh no but i also know you didn't send it so that's fine <laughs> we'll make sure we
1: send you the paypal for this show too because we know yeah, how much you know how akira how makes his money so we want to make sure that you get paid you know for coming on as well that's me
4: podcast <laughs> my time is my time is real valuable i gotta gotta be paid for my time ours
3: too sure we'll send you um my one ham that's how we pay <laughs> and meat I'll send
4: and...
0: you a live baby duck it is your job to keep it alive I, th-
4: I thought it was going to be a hog roast I thought this was the point of this podcast Oh a hog roast <laughs> oh.
0: So I mean, I I mean it, it. It, ha- it has been quoted as being that dude has weird balls. Uh, yeah. several times. That's been stated. I never said yeah. it, Sid. In I don't direct- like it.
1: I'm not <laughs> comfortable with it. Well. Just, I've never
0: said it either. It's just been said. Okay. It's out. It's in, just, it's in the AIW atmosphere. When you rock some of your gear, it makes you look like you have weird balls. I don't know what to tell you.
1: I wasn't going to say it, and there's no reason to. So we'll edit it out later. So if your family <laughs> listens, no one has to feel embarrassed for you. That's fine. <laughs> That's fine. We're not editing it out. Oh right.
4: yeah. Oh <laughs> yeah. Balls. Balls. <laughs> Let's go. Who's
1: next? Who's next on the plugs? Who's got it? Jayhawk. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at refjayhawk, Instagram at
2: jhawk1539. Switch and TikTok at Ref Jayhawk. Uh, this coming Saturday, November 18th, Real Action Pro Wrestling at the Ohio Urban Renaissance Center in Youngtown, Ohio. Nine matching on the card. Ray Stewart defending the REPW title against Vinny Maverick in the main event. They're going to have the next round of the Honor Roll, which is the Hall of Fame that I'm in. Shame the plug. Big fun time.
3: And you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Twitch, and Blue Sky. At eGirlFemBoy, boy boy spelled B O I. And if you are listening to this, the day that drops, it is November the 15th, Wednesday, transgiving. I am making my DJ debut tonight. Come out to Dunlap's. It's going to be a fucking raucous party. Let's have some fun.
0: Or don't do any of that and uh, just kick back and check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash IWGuide.
3: Oh, Mars, if I could be there, Mars, I would be there. If you're in the Discord, there might be something going on so you can do something with that.
1: Yeah. I'd love to see it. Honestly, I can't wait till you go and you you sample all of like DJ Quick and Kid Capri and uh oh Funkmaster Flex and all that stuff. It's gonna be great. Play Let Me Clear My Throat like five times. People love it. And then oh the end goodness. song should be Jump Around by uh you'd be, you be your your cash money on it house of pain anyway. if
3: i'm if i'm gonna dj a party appealing to exclusively white 40 year old dudes i will remember that
1: <laughs> it's 45 year old dudes <laughs> oh my twitter and instagram are linked up just like sid's uh jiggle 12 please rate review and subscribe wherever you listen to us check out our twitter handle iw guide one we are the official sponsor of aiw's hell on earth check that out we are also number two in norway check us out We love you guys in Norway. Uh, The YouTube page.
3: (laughs) We love you, guy in Norway. (laughs) (laughs) I can't even believe
1: it. The YouTube page and the Patreon, patreon patreon.com backslash indie wrestling guide, IW guide. Don't forget about the merch store over at Brainbuster Tees. We have Stan from Burlington. We have Marcy's Arcade. We have the IWGP title. We have our faces. Put them on your bodies. We got all sorts of cool shit. Uh, The Ziggy uh, uh, collab. Check it all out. I will I always say we have the best merch in the podcast world. And I think maybe, you know, in Norway they've recognized that. So that's a good thing. Listen to our podcast friends at odds at wrestling. The card is going to change. The super fantastic podcast. X over and Hiya, Bussy, a wrestling
3: adjacent podcast.
1: Check out our other friends, JCP Designs, the official graphic designer of the Indie Wrestling Guide, PWPonderings.com, Time Castle Toys, Toy Ohio, Rubber City Toys, Big Starks Brand, Set Tab Photo, Women's women's Wrestling Watch of Northeast Ohio, Michelle Carter, Jose Rodriguez Photography, AJ Small Photography, our boy Will over at Sick Things Clothing, Angry Lemonade, and Smoking Jay's Barbecue, the best barbecue in Ohio. And he's going to be in hell
0: on earth with food.
1: Yeah, boy. I haven't had smoking days day. in so long butters
0: new segment. It's, it's time. It's oh, time dear. for the create a wrestler segment this week, Sid Vaughn England. Our guest will be creating a wrestler, a finisher and all that fun stuff. What do you got for us? Sid?
4: So this is, this is probably a spoiler for what my, uh, yeah, it'll be Halloween next year character is going to be at this point. So his name is yoga Matt, Okay. <laughs> Get this. He's a yoga instructor and he's not very good at yoga. Get that. Okay. He's finishing a move as a camel clutch called the downward facing dog. Fuck Yes. This is a, I mean, I should just do that character right instead of I'm a British guy. I, you know,
1: yoga, Matt would be awesome. Yeah. Yeah.
4: That's yeah. That's oh the money is.
0: I love it. Watch indie wrestling. Good night, Norway.
4: Later. Bye. I bet Norway. I learned how to say that.
0: (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Later, dweebs.